if that was my only two properties, I would probably quit, right? I would not be doing it anymore. But the great thing is I had some good deal flow. I was doing other deals that were closing. This is the naked truth about real estate investing. Your host, Javier, has already been through all the brain damage of this business, so you don't have to go through it. That way, you're not exposed to all of the risk of losing your shirt or getting caught with your pants down. So let's dive into another no BS episode right now. All right. Part two of part one, how a dumbass investor loses 70 can to flip. That's what should have been the title. That should have been the title. I get all rattled up. It's been like four years and I still get, I'm sweating over here thinking about this two properties I lost money on. So man, okay. I'm telling you guys, get some brain damage. Whew. But um, look, part two. So I'm going to talk about how I lost another 70, I think this was $77,000. I don't even want to go back and look at my records because just not happy times. So let's leave the let bygones be bygones. So I bought this house. It was pretty big. It was close to 6,000 square feet. That was right outside of Raleigh, North Carolina. I thought it was a good deal. Again, I found it on the MLS. That's twice, right? Lost money in properties that I found the MLS. Mm. Who was to say? I'm sure there was a right time to buy in the MLS or you got to buy it right. And I did it wrong. Found that one on the MLS. Got some private money as well. And you know it was a great deal. This is the mistake that I made. I bought it. First of all, it was a big house. I didn't mind being a big house, bigger price point, 500000 and selling it for 800000 It was uh, It was a good deal. It was the seller just wanted to get rid of it, hadn't taken care of it. He had an employee living there, like part of his company, and the guy tore it up. Very pretty house, tore it up. So we bought it, and we went ahead and rehab. Took about three and a half, four months. Should have taken about six weeks. We had to fire two contractors. That one in itself was quite a bit of work trying to fix old contractor stuff. And we'll talk contractors at some point in the naked truth because it's not pretty, right? You see the, like before, right? You see the, uh, the shows on TV. It's uh, definitely not like the shows on TV. We got it rehabbed and guess what we do? We go and get pictures, stage it, clean it, all that, get it measured. We get it measured. And it comes back like 1,200, 1,400 square feet smaller. Look, 6,000 square feet, 4,800, kind of hard to tell, right? When you walk the whole house, like, uh, yeah, it's off 1,000 square feet. I mean, who can tell, right? I can't tell. So it was over 1,000 square feet uh, smaller. We were short over 1,000 square feet. And that definitely hurt us because all our comps were similar houses that were kind of, actually, they were a little bit bigger. So- more square footage doesn't really mean more money, but in that particular neighborhood, we had to have the right square footage. So we had to actually go back to the listing agent and go back and negotiate because that's what he had put on his listing. So we negotiated back and forth to give us, threw us a bone, basically, you know, a little bit of money. Say, hey, sorry, here you go. Take some money. And we're like, okay, I guess that's just the way it's going to be. And kind of stuck with it. Right. So sat in the market, sat in the market, sat in the market, sat in the market. I'm like, man, try to, we drop the price, we drop the price, we drop the price, we drop the price. And we're like, okay, well, there goes the profit. Then we get a couple of really low offers. People saw what we bought it for, what we're trying to sell it for. And you know what? Let's stop the bleeding. And we just took an offer and had to bring in close to 80K on this property. So one of these closed 
And then like the other, like a week later, uh, two weeks later, um, this one closed actually two weeks later from part one of my first $70,000 loss. So like in a month, I had to write a check for 140K. The good thing is, you know, I was doing pretty good volume. So I was flipping, you know, three, four, five houses every single month. So even if, I mean, that pretty much took the profit for the whole month, two properties, you know, destroyed the profit of a month, month and a half. But you now what do you do? If that was my only two properties, I would probably quit, right? I would not be doing it anymore. But the great thing is I had some good deal flow. I was doing other deals that was clever closing and just sucked. So at the end of the day, you got to stick in your lane, stay in your lane. That's what I mean, I mean to say, stay in your lane, do what you're good at. Like I know myself, I can't do 85 million things. I can do a few, but I can't do 85 million, especially when it comes to real estate. I mean, yeah, you can buy mobile home parks, self-storage, you can buy multifamily, you can buy Airbnb, you can do it. It's not a you know, rocket science, but just got to make sure that you got your stuff together. And I definitely, I thought I did. And sometimes I felt like, hey, I, I kind of knew what I was doing. But that was just a mistake, not getting it measured from day one. So guess what happens now? All properties get measured. Everything gets measured. I double check, triple check my comps. As time goes on, right, you get better. And you start getting your checklist down. You add one more thing to the checklist. Like, oh, on this rehab, okay, I got to make sure I check this. Well, I got to make sure I check this. So I got to make sure I get this. You start creating that list. You guys, you are actually lucky in a way that you get to listen to this podcast and other podcasts about real estate investing because you'll hopefully get something out of it, right? Somebody will have something, they'll say something, you guys can jot it down. I wasn't listening to podcasts back then. I was kind of trying to figure it out on my own. I hadn't joined any masterminds. I hadn't taken really any like in-depth coaching. I had taken some classes that just kind of gave me an overall view of the business. But the way I learn is by actually doing it. That's just me, my personality. I have to go through the process, kind of figure out how it's done. And then I can just say, okay, great. I like to do this part. I like to do this part. I don't enjoy to do that part. And that's, that's just my personality. So lots of money on this deal as well. And you know, what do you do, right? Just write the check and paid off everybody, right? Paid off the investors, paid off, you know, everybody made money. Tell you what, the investors make money every time. Every time they made money, paid it back. And that's key, right? Keep those relationships open. So you're able to buy more properties. So Get your houses measured, double check the comps, triple check it. That way you don't make a mistake. Stay in your lane, right? If you're buying 1,500 square feet between 150, 200,000 and the selling price is 285, stick to that if you can. Get really, really good at it before you start, you start to try to venture out trying to buy something else just to make sure you got some cash in the bank so you don't lose your shirt, get stuck with your pants down. So man, this is a naked truth. We will strip down to the bare essentials of real estate. I'm telling you, it's fun. It's so rewarding. At the same time, you get some major disappointments. And I'm going to talk about my disappointments. I'll throw a couple of wins in there every once in a while, but definitely got to talk about the tough spot, the tough spots that I've been at. We're going to be coming up in another episode pretty soon. I'm going to talk about how I had 32 cents in my account in 2017. It was January 1st, 2017. I had 32 cents in my bank account and I had to look to the back seat and ask my kids for their Christmas money so I can pay my rent. That one is going to be a good one. I'll share my heart and you know, you guys come along for the ride. Come along for the ride and, and get to learn from me. This is The Naked Truth. 
This has been The Naked Truth. Our mission is to give it to you raw. If you got value from this episode, you're invited to leave an honest written review and share this episode with a friend. Thanks for listening and we'll see you on the next episode.